Bonjour, mesdames et messieurs. Bienvenue dans <rire> le dernier épisode de C'est Cetamon Podcast. Je suis votre hôte, Francis, a.k.a. The Other Guy. Et avec moi, comme toujours, Sarah Maid. Oh, wow. Comment ça va? Oh, comment um, va, va tout, actually? Muy bien. <laughs> muy bien. Uh, like, that is just an example of an Anything Goes episode as we do the final lap. Un final lapé. Actually, that's probably... <laughs> I, did, I didn't look that one up. I made sure to look up this. That, oh, you looked control. it up. I thought you were just all of a sudden showing off that you are bilingual. I, to, I am not. I am not. I don't know how to speak French. It is a language I wish I had learned to speak. Because um, I, I think French is a very nice language. Um, well, it's one of the Romance languages, right? With Spanish and all that stuff. It's a, and Italian and all that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I like French as a language. Um but I thought, you know, it's a, a Devil Bay Care episode today as we wrap up our stint into uh, podcasting, which, we, you know, we, we dipped our toe. How's your toe feeling after having dipped it into podcasting? It's feeling thoroughly dipped. <laughs> <laughs> how the, how the 33 episodes of doing this show, how does it, how did it feel? doing a show like this for 33 it was interesting it's a bit like having a conversation but a lot more work (laughs) it's a lot more that's true yeah no that's that's not that's not wrong i i did a show where it was i made a i made a podcast that was based off of a conversation or conversations i would have with my uh, irish best friend and we would always talk after doing geek love radio we'd have these like two or three hour long conversations and mind you it's like two o'clock in the morning and we're still having these really long conversations afterwards and i'm like we should put this into podcast form like we're saying some really interesting stuff and so we yeah. did that and we did that for many many episodes and it was different and yeah it was a lot of work <laughs> Probably i mean best- it's it's fun to do the recording part because yeah. that is just like talking but yeah all of this stuff is more work than you think you know, on the outside, everything you think is going to be easy and just like, oh, I, I know exactly what I'm going to do. There's just so much to everything these days. It's all like the social media and yeah. the marketing and all that stuff. Yeah. Anything that requires anything that you put online requires a lot of work if you want it to be to be good or to be recognized unless you're lucky and you're one of those people who just puts out um, a video and it just clicks. One of which is um, that I can think of right off the top of my head was, oh God, I, I, you know what? I I, I, I can stick. I think of the person in my head. I can't think of the name. It's a, a overly attached girlfriend. I think was the name of the the person, and she did. This was a, a podcaster. She did a video, like a response video, for, weirdly enough, Justin Bieber, right? It was a Justin Bieber reaction video. She she did a thing where she sang the song, and she was a, kind of an overly obsessed, overly attached girlfriend. And oh. <laughs> she, she became really popular as a result. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like for years she had like a popular like she had to 
be in quote unquote comedy and post a bunch of YouTube and um, Instagram and stuff videos because she oh. had an identity. For Was that the girl with like the really big eyes? With the really big eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember her. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I follow her on Instagram still. She she. <laughs> She can't let go. She, I think last year or the year before, she's like, I'm quitting. I'm done with the internet. Thanks, everyone, <laughs> for a great ride. And then now she's back doing memes and stuff and, like, doing silly things on, on Instagram. And I'm like, yeah, you know, once you get attention, it's hard to let it go. Especially since you didn't, like, nobody, she wasn't canceled. Nobody tried to get rid of her. She's just like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm pretty sure she's like... No, but I really liked everyone liking my stuff. <laughs> and I really liked everyone. Yeah. Really, really, you know, commenting on my work. So she came back and she's doing it again. So whatever. It's it's cool. But you know, unless you're that, it's really tough to to be a voice on the internet. Yeah, but there's also like content creators who get really popular because of a certain niche and they want to yeah. change that for some reason, and they kind of can't without losing a bunch of people. Well, so. what's his face? Avocado. <gasps> Nikocado Avocado. What a strange thing that is. I heard, or I didn't hear, I watched a video by this one YouTuber mm. where she said that he said he was going to quit, yeah. not YouTube, but he was going to quit mukbangs, you know, the eating shows, yeah. at age 30. He was going to stop. He's not and then 30? He... <laughs> he is now. Oh, okay. He turned 30 a few months ago, oh, and he hasn't yet. Yeah. Because, well, not only is it difficult to give up the lifestyle he has, you know, taken on, um, mm -hmm. but most of his viewers are haters, and they won't be interested in watching him, like, better himself. You know, he'll have to, like, risk becoming more obscure, I guess. And, like, maybe people won't flock to see him do a redemption arc or whatever. But I think they would. I think a lot of people would enjoy it. But but just maybe not the numbers of the people who watch him because he has, on purpose, made himself a spectacle. Which is probably why you and I never blow up. Right. Like I've never blown up a show because I'm not controversial. You're not controversial. Right. I'm not trying right. to red pill anybody. You're not trying to man hate or whatever. Like you're not trying to do the extremes of anything. Right. Neither of us are. We're trying to be rational, normal human beings. <laughs> We're trying to help people. And nobody wants that. People want the the, you know, is are are you the father of the baby? Uh, you know this woman's pregnant. Are you are you the father? Ah, the DNA drama, tests, yeah. The, oh, lies. Oh, deceit. You know we're not pushing an agenda. We're pushing health, right? Like we're pushing healthy relationships. We're pushing like normalcy. We're not trying to get people to hate on each other. We're just trying to get people to. Yeah, which I think some people like like that but then yeah there's there's Not creators <laughs> who just are a mess like no. they're a giant mess on camera or on microphone and yeah. people 
love it. They don't love them. They don't like them, but they love to not like them. And so they can't like look away. And the more messy and like horrible they are on camera or like the bigger of an embarrassment they make of themselves, the more money they make. You know, oh, it's hard totally. to turn away from that. Well, yeah. Well, and again, we're we're not advocating for anything extreme, right? Like I think of the people who are kind of who have made a little bit of a name for themselves in our pocket little world called podcasts, and it's people who say some pretty terrible things, but they know that some people enough people agree with them and they make enough people angry that they hate listen and they you know they hate watch and they're like well if he does this and promoting that like you're making this that and the other thing it's like well yeah they know that (laughs) yeah that's true i guess there's kind of like there's like two kinds of content that becomes popular because it's controversial i'm putting that in quotes one because it actually is controversial because some people agree with these opinions but it's Mm -hmm. very distasteful to most people and the other one is they really are just a mess like nothing they're saying anyone would agree with or thinks is good but like (laughs) they just keep saying it because i don't know they get really drunk before they get on the microphone (laughs) they get really drunk before they get in front of the camera and people just love watching them be a mess and yeah. I think that one is – I think those people actually um, – you know, people are more interested, I think, in hate watching or hate listening that because mm. it's sort of like, oh, it's just nonsense than maybe hate watching or hate listening controversial stuff because that's like, ooh, this is like real life. This is like getting into my real feelings about real things. Whereas just watching someone just like <laughs> – say the worst stuff that nobody would agree with is like right. okay ridiculous I, now my only examples though for like where people are really eager to follow those who are just you know sellers of hate oh yeah no they they do have yeah. those followers which yeah. which is what makes them uncomfortable for people because right. it's not just like Oh, this guy's saying stuff that nobody people are like no people follow this people believe it that yeah. is disturbing. Yeah, and you know there seems to be a growing market for that, right? Because I see it at least I'll see it on YouTube, right? I'll see these people who are who are saying certain things that we wouldn't nec- we wouldn't agree with or even bring up on our show, right? Because it's a little too extreme or a little too out there for us be like well you, i guess you can go that way but that really hurts a bunch of people if you go that way right like if you go with this type of mentality but then you look you go online and you see them and it's like one hundred thousand listens or you know yeah but you know even when like podcasters and youtubers who are critiquing them yeah. bring them up mention them by name and whatever they're sending them more listeners so that's, that's the tricky thing, too. So, like, yeah. you may want to criticize. You may want to be like, hey, did you hear so-and-so said this? But you're, like, giving them even more of a platform, which is hard because they should be criticized if they're yeah. saying hateful, hurtful things, right. if that's what this person is doing. Yeah. But it's hard to also not – it's hard to talk about them without helping them. Mm-hmm. Well, look, It's I a weird of, cycle. Yeah. Well, I think of, like, Howard Stern in the early in the early years, right? 
He was like a shock jockey. He was a shock jock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, every like yeah. in his early years, yeah, he really yeah. upset people for sure. But a lot of people mm-hmm. thought he was hilarious and were like, "Yeah, yeah." Well, people, I mean, people still do. I mean, the guy is still working. He still has millions of listeners, even though he's way more oh, toned down. He's way toned quite down. old, isn't he? he he's in his sixties. Yeah. Oh, for some reason, I thought he was kind of like older back in the day. He was, I think. Well, he just looked older. Like he was. I mean, he had a movie called Private Parts in the nineties, and I think he was in his thirties then. So he's probably yeah. How old is Howard Stern? <laughs> Let's look it up. Quite old. Well, actually, sixties is not old. I thought he was much older than that. I thought he was he's like his almost 90s. seventy. He's sixty-eight. Okay, that's, that's not that's old. not really old. Yeah. I thought he was like in his nineties or something. Which he's just, you know, <laughs> you yeah. can be a very healthy nineties and yeah. nobody would really think that just looking at you. You know, that's true. No, he's only he's on almost seventy, which is still pretty old. That's still that's still up there, but um. Yeah, so like you know, people like that where they never really lost their audience, but he is a person that's changed. He's he's not as he's not a shock jock so much anymore. He's more of just like an older guy <laughs> just just talks. About I think stuff. it probably is hard to keep that energy going into your later years. Well, yeah, and your values change as you get older, right? Your like, values change, yeah. and I think you just you know you probably are less. Well, I guess you should say that. You can be older and be very, very riled up about little things, but <laughs> well, it wasn't. That, but he wasn't that he was angry. He would make you know. He was very much like I have a porn star who's sitting on a chair that's shaking. Like here, let's go watch her do this stuff. And it's like that's shocky, right? That's oh, oh. really that's shocking. Who am I thinking of? I I thought there was like somebody on the radio who just like yelled a lot. No, no, Maybe that's oh, not, not no. Him. Howard Stern was not that. Howard Stern was he wasn't the, guy the yeller. Who, no, okay. he was the guy who would like make fun of you know disability people with disabilities. Okay, and, well that's that's know. not great. <laughs> yeah, but people but back but back in the nineties or you know whatever. Uh, yeah, know, that's true. You know that was that that's was typical, true. and he doesn't do that anymore. He he now he does fart jokes and stuff now, which is much more tame. But you know it's fine. Yeah, so not really. Not really a lot of people are going to get away with disability jokes these no, days. No, not anymore. Not anymore. But yeah. Not okay. But the, uh, but there were, you know, there was a lot of angry. There was, uh, but the people who were really angry were like a bunch of conservative, conservative radio people who died like in the last decade. So they're not around anymore, most of them. Maybe that's who I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, uh, like um, Rush Limbaugh and, uh, you know, um, who I think had passed away recently. And just a couple of others who were just like, hey, all the people are terrible, and why are they smelling my poo or something? I don't know. Well, they weren't doing that. <laughs> you know, like, just yelling at <laughs> oh, Maybe I'm just mixing up all these old radio people together in my memory. Yeah. Well, radio was different back then. Yeah, definitely. We did Not everyone was a Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> right? Which... The biggest scandal Ryan Seacrest has ever was ever in. Again, who to me Ryan Seacrest? I don't know why anyone listened to him ever. He's boring to me personally, but you know he does a lot of stuff that people find interesting. He did he did a, he did a, he did a bit called Ryan's Roses. Have you ever heard of Ryan's Roses? I don't know if you have. If it was, no. Okay, so Ryan's Roses was a way to was supposedly a setup to where. A person would call 
their um like like their husband or girlfriend or something it was usually husband husband or boyfriend and be like hey uh we have uh you won this thing where you can send free flowers to somebody who would you like to send it to and it was a way to catch them to see if they were cheating on their wife or their girlfriend right oh i love it i love it so spicy and everyone believed it was real and it's like that's illegal in california you can't tell them it's a trick. They have to know what the th- deal is when you call them. So if you oh. call them for a bit, they have to know it's a bit. And they have oh, to know man. that it's set up. But people, right, right. It's, I it's, thought he was really no, catching cheaters. No, sadly, he wasn't. But people did for many, many years. And even after it was revealed, like, you can't do that stuff. They're like, it sounds real. It's like, yeah, because they're actors. And it's meant to sound real. <laughs> like, it's meant to sound man. really real. So you get all this, like, excited about all this justice happening, and then they're like, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. But they would, yeah. Well, but when you listen to it, (laughs) trust me, because people were told this for a long time, and they're like, nope, we still believe it's real. And it's like, it's impossible. It's illegal for it to be real. But they didn't care, because it sounded real, and it was, the drama felt real, because there was yelling, and there was crying, and there was, like, drama. Like, oh, What? You know, oh no, you didn't. Oh, yes, you did. You know, stuff like that. So, anyway, <laughs> that's not us. You know, <laughs> in the end, I, I, I say all that to say that wasn't us, right? No, we but never... I did like prank call shows back in the day. Oh, like crank anchors and <laughs> crank anchors and some some radio shows. But now I think they're all fake. Uh, if they're done here, they are. But if they're done anywhere else, they're not. Only in California. Because in California, is the one where you have to... Both parties has to know what's going on type deal. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, they're probably... They're probably all fake. That reality TV, though. Something that you love. To some well, degree. yeah, but I know reality TV is fake. Like, I watch... I'm like, okay, they told them to sit there and yeah. talk about this. But the prank phone call sounded so real. <laughs> Have you ever pranked, phone called anyone? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. I mean, yeah, I don't think so. I, I even as a kid, <laughs> once, yeah, as a kid, I did it once to Baskin Robbins asking if they had a rocky road. And then but they, they should, do, and they should go out there and pave it. <laughs> so. <Wah. laughs> Uh, or or of course everyone's favorite is your refrigerator running well you better go out there and chase it um yeah all that all that silly stuff but yeah uh or how about is your refrigerator running yes well i hope you're using alternative clean energy and then you hang up (laughs) that's not a prank that's Why did, how did Greta Grunberg get our number? Oh, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, we better change it. Um, that and, and I made the, you know, I made the, uh, the Baskin Robbins phone call when phone books were a thing. We had to look yeah. it up in the phone book to be able to call Baskin Robbins to give them that stupid prank call. So, yeah. But, phone uh, books were crazy. They were very useful for other things too. It's when it was when 
everyone was perfectly fine putting exactly where they live in a piece of in a book where anyone can find it. Like, oh, you want to know where I live? Here you go. <laughs> now it's like, don't, don't, don't tell anyone where I live. Don't dox well, me, man. Don't dox me. You can still find it pretty easy, but some places you can, yeah. But like, you could use a phone book as a booster seat, you could. or if you're super angry and super strong, you can prove right. how strong and angry you are. <laughs> Have you ever? I, I feel like there's a story. You've torn one apart, haven't you, Sarah? How would I even do that? <laughs> Your anger it what, what went into it was translated into Herculean strength. Her, Herculean. Herculean, Her- Herculean, Herculean strength, yes. Herculean, go, Herculean. Herculean. Um, mm. I don't. Can anybody do that? Can anybody actually rip a phone book in half? I mean, there's somebody who probably can do it. I mean, it's probably a really strong this person. Is, but this I, is like how you can't fold a paper a certain number of times. Like that's it true. just can't be done. I, <laughs> 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 no, this is the most like. This is the weirdest final episode of a podcast I've ever done for anything ever. <laughs> just, we're really? Because we're talking about folding paper and like tearing phone books apart. Like, really? We're well, you know how like you they always trying to like set the new record for how many times a piece of paper was folded, and they'll get like a piece of paper that's the size of like like a plane bunker or whatever, because okay. you can only fold it so many times before it becomes right. like so thick and right. like tight and small you can't fold it anymore. So, and the, I'm going to look this up. You're looking at me like, what is, what are you no, talking I, about? No, I believe you. I just you like, I don't know. You can fold paper a just, million times. I, well, no, I believe paper. you because I did that once. There was like, not, I mean, yeah. There not was the, the big one. No, no. It was just a eight by eight and a half by 11. But, you know, there's always that challenge, right? Well, because also that's how you, you, you know, in high school, that's how you gave each other letters was you folded it in the most elaborate and craziest of ways. Yeah, but in 2002, oh jeez. Brittany Gallivan managed to fold a 1.2 kilometer long piece of tissue paper 12 times, and that's Only the 12? limit. They say in theory 26 folds of a piece of paper would make the paper thicker than the height of Mount Everest. Wait, what? Really? <laughs> See, it's crazy. You're like, ah, folding notes, whatever. No, this is serious business, okay? (laughs) Put away the notes and get, like, the mile-long tissue paper. Okay, okay. Well, all right. Yeah. This Uh, is serious. This is, like, a teeny tiny number, and it's, like, impossible to go higher than that. Single-ply paper, I'm hoping? Tissue paper. She used... Yeah, tissue paper. I'm sure she went as thin as she possibly could and still have it be 1.2 kilometers long. That's really, yeah, that's insane. And only 12 times she was able to fold it. Yeah. That doesn't, I, I have to see this now because that, I can't wrap my head around it because that seems so few. That seems like a small, that's too small a number. It's not very much. They get a bunch of people to like grab the ends and like pull it over to the other end. And then a bunch of other, I've seen it in like a video where they were trying to break the record. I think the only record I've ever seen broken was like the world's largest pizza or something like that or whatever. You saw it like in person? No, not in person. Oh. Um, no, the, I saw the video of it. I haven't seen any record breaking in person. Um, yeah, nobody's ever wanted to break a record in front of me, I guess. <laughs> but I've never or been when there. you were in the vicinity, it would be cool to be around the world's biggest pizza. No. Um, 
I saw a picture of the world's longest nails. They were so gross. Oh, yeah, the ones that curl up. They curl into <laughs> oh, themselves and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. carry them in a bag. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well. Gross. Nowadays, I don't think anyone even wants to do that, right? Like, nobody wants the world's, like, nobody's trying to get Guinness records of anything, are they? Maybe they still are. I think if you're good at something or something, you have something, like, a lot of it, then you might be like, huh, what's the world record? Let me see. Yeah, but now people are making stuff up, right? Like, oh, I want to be the the world's fastest, you know, basketball dribbler while also bouncing on a pogo stick in a room the size of a walnut like huh, or whatever right? Like, <laughs> right like they're making up these really weird uh... in a room the size of a walnut i think that alone is a world record <laughs> <laughs> okay well okay maybe maybe that's a that, that, that that's a record worth breaking because that seems more than impossible but i'm sure the guinness book has some like guidelines because they probably get a lot of those Probably like, look, it's you can't just put a bunch of stuff together. <laughs> Be like, I'm the first one who ever did this, so I'm setting the record. All right. So, according to this, this is uh, the latest news from the GuinnessWorldRecords.com website. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, this is this is a new. This is like from 2020. So this is two years <laughs> old. But apparently, 22 uh, year old Gino Wolf. Is the new world's oldest dog? Aww. At twenty two years, a little Chihuahua looking thing. Oh, uh, very cute looking dog. Actually, Cutie. doesn't look twenty two years old actually. But by then, you're you can't see or hear anymore. Um, world's tallest man celebrated their fortieth uh, birthday uh, the other day. I guess uh, on the tenth of December. So that's pretty recent. There you go. Mm-hmm. World's tallest there man. There you go. At eight that, feet, yeah. two point five inches. So there you go. Eight feet. Eight feet. Yep. Holy moly! Yeah. Another Endo the Blind is a horse without eyes who achieved three world records. Anyway, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, see, this world is records. here's what I'm talking about. In like, now people are just making stuff up. This is the last one. Okay. Okay. Perma stunned. Break. That's the name of the person or group. It's, an, it's a group of you called Ber- Permastund. Breaks okay. record as largest esports team for people with disabilities. Like that's not that weird. Yeah, that's why. That's not like okay. I mean, all that's right. not like the largest esports team for disabled people who okay. all have the same first name and you know live in a tiny house the size of a walnut together. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I'm glad. I'm glad the room the size of a walnut has stuck with you. <laughs> it has. I'm one. not going to be able to stop thinking about that. <laughs> oh, I kind of want to send this to you. There's no. Kinda... There's not. There's not many downsides, but it says man with the world's longest tongue. Okay. It says there's no downsides to having the world's longest tongue. <laughs> um, says here. The ladies sure are happy. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. Well, I mean. <laughs> I mean, they would be. <laughs> that's probably what he means when he says there's no downside. <laughs> but anyway, there's a bunch of silly records on here that are just, ugh, a couple with the most body modifications. Anyway, again, most, I hope we need to win the world's record of the most tangents 
when and or longest we didn't talk about anything relationship wise on a show all entirely about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> While living in a room the size of a walnut. <laughs> well, well, I actually know. God, I'm looking at my wall now, I'm like maybe someday I'll have a house and I'll just drill a little walnut sized room in the wall. <laughs> oh you, you know And I'll put a door on it. There's a um, there is a book. It's not. Is it a book stop or something? It, so there, you'll you'll see it in on Facebook or something. It's like a weird ad for like these these things that you put in your bookshelf. That as you zoom in, it looks just like this little little uh, rectangular space between books. But as you zoom in, it looks like an alleyway for a city. It's lit up. It has like neon lights. It looks like it's a lived-in space. A part like a part of a city. Hmm. You can do that with your walnut. Yeah, you, you have the little hole in the wall. It's like people are like, what, "What's that hole? That walnut-sized hole in the wall of your of your house?" And there'll be a little walnut inside. And he'll be on a little couch, and he'll be having like a cup of <laughs> coffee. Oh, I thought the room was going to be the size of the walnut. There's going to be a walnut in the walnut-sized room. It'll be a smaller walnut. <laughs> a smaller walnut inside the walnut-sized room, just yeah. chilling on the couch watching. A Nikocado Nick- watching, <laughs> watching an, a bee fight. <laughs> Why the bee fight? Have you ever seen like bee spider fights? They're so I've, interesting. I've seen, yeah, I've seen you, like in a window yeah. or something. No, 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 or, not in a window. But I've seen it on on TV. Like I've seen it on nature channels and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it like I've seen it in real life a couple times. It's oh. pretty fascinating. Is it which is more fascinating, that or the one video of the gecko running away from all the snakes from that one nature video that like made the rounds a few years back? I didn't see that was one, it a gecko but or I what was it the one running away from the snakes? It was like a little like squirrel or something running away from snakes. You never saw I don't it? remember oh, that. Man. Hold on, there, I have to find it for I you. did see a video of a lizard running away on its hind legs. But it was like at a school, it was like in a school gymnasium and there was like a circle of kids and a teacher and the lizard's just like running out of the circle towards the door, like on his hind legs. Oh, <laughs> well, that's cute then, at least. It's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> that's uh, what I thought you were talking about. No, it's an iguana chased by killer snakes. Ah. And it's, that... um, it's from a planet Earth 2. And you get to see it, like the iguana is running and you just see a sea of snakes. Oh, just no, chasing no, no. after it, but it makes it away. But you're, 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 it's harrowing because it's like, oh my god, is it going to make it out? Is it going to get away? And obviously, I guess they, it's good to know it gets away because I hate how a lot of times they don't in those things. Yeah, spoiler alert. I guess you know. No, that's away. good. I would rather they get away. I'd rather not. I would rather only watch documentaries where they get away. Well, that's what. That's why it was so fun to watch and why it was viral because it's like. It looks like this iguana is not going to make it the whole time. From the moment it starts running, you're like, "This this iguana's dead," and somehow <laughs> miraculously survives the 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 snake attack. Anyway, you know, like like love, you know, we, we, it's us running away from all yeah, of our suitors. Just the just snakes like are love. our suitors, and we're the little iguana running away from them. <laughs> That's just what love is like. <laughs> That's just what love is like. Exactly. Anyway, so we're making our way out. Um, so we're going to do some housekeeping. And uh, we're going to do our final 
right cow left cow. She's like, well, wait a minute. Where's the question segment? What are you, what? No questions. We're, we, we are not doing questions, even though I believe I even got one from Anthony, I think. But oh. it was a while ago, and I just never oh, asked. Oh, yeah. But I should have. I should have put it here. Um, we need so. more time for tangents. We need more time for tangents. Yeah. So we're gonna the rest of the show after <laughs> we're gonna because Right Cow has consistently every episode, every episode has asked us something or has at least commented, send us an email. You know, he doesn't always ask questions, but usually uh, writes us every episode just to let us know that he's listening. Uh, this will be our last Right Cow Left Coast Corner forever. <laughs> until I do My another goodness. podcast and then he'll write into that and I'll I'll probably answer him there. But for this particular one, this is it. So Sarah, what questions can we answer for this young man? Okay. Uh one of his questions is can you speak to depression and the holiday season, holiday period? No. Uh there is thing called seasonal depression, right? When the weather changes and it gets darker and seasonal affective disorder, you know, aka sad. AKA being sad because it's dark. Uh I'm the opposite. I I love it when it's dark. But um the only thing I can speak to it is that's what I'm feeling now, at the very least. I'm like I may not sound it because we're talking about lizards running away from snakes and like walnut sized <laughs> rooms. But <laughs> You know, like he's been pretty. You know, I, I, I mean, again, it's the last episode, so I don't feel so hesitant to even talk about this kind of stuff. But yeah, I've been pretty. It's been pretty bad. Depression has been really, really hard this 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 holiday season. So much so that even now, even though you're listening to this Christmas weekend, uh, it's still a couple of weeks out for us, and I hate everything Christmas slash holidays right now. Oh, <laughs> like I am not even remotely near the holiday spirit at all like i have none of it and it's really bumming me oh out. my gosh i need to order that gift <laughs> there you go i'm gonna i have to I haven't ordered the secret santa gift yet oh well, i'm right. just gonna write yeah. it down yeah. here secret you go an update as, as she has talked about the secret santa gift for the last three episodes now i you get an update that i keep thinking oh i'll just do it tomorrow and i just need to do it yeah, I actually bought the last of. I actually ended up buying some more stuff for my little secret gift. I, I've decided to make a potted plant with the UK candies, and then I'm gonna bouquet it, surround it with the origami flowers. So I love it's it. It's gonna be a whole. It's gonna be a bouquet of candy and flowers, and that's the gift that they get. That's so awesome, I, and you don't know who's getting it. No, it's just, I think it's a surprise. Yeah, I think it's just a gift exchange of some sort. Yeah. Fun. So that'll be fun. But um, I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because uh, guess what? Even though the podcast is, is over, Sarah and I are still going <laughs> to have conversations. <laughs> We're still going to meet up and chat. Yeah, and chat. So, oh, well, you know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You don't get to hear that stuff. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm feeling it now, and it's tough. It, it, it's, you know, it's it's not easy. I don't know about you. You seem to be okay because you're like, I got to buy gifts. And I got, well, I, I bought gifts today. So I guess that's, well, that's not too different. But. You know, I've got other stuff going on right now that's like <laughs> not exactly making me the jolliest holiday elf there ever was. But yeah. I don't, it's probably not holiday specific. But 
it's also like it does make me think of you know the holidays holiday holidays past um yeah i think what's that no go ahead ahead. and i think the seasonal effective stuff is real it is and the darkness but um i mean also um i'm contact i'm contracting for this um corporate events like game company right now so they're having me do some more work so you're busy yeah and like being around people who were having fun yeah. which is kind of nice yeah no, so, that's, that's usually pretty good it rubs off a little bit that that kind of yeah and i'm energy. like facil- yeah. i'm helping to facilitate that fun by being a quote-unquote like trainee oh. <laughs> no <laughs> trainee game master so Ooh, nice yeah like so yeah I'm, I'm like helping them have a good time hopefully yeah and that's look, nice yeah look it's a good time here it'll be a good time there as well so no doubt about it i have no fe- i have no fear that'll be fun times all around for the people of whom you have to game master but of whom i have to game master yeah <laughs> Of Isn't that the I verb of it? Master. You, you master the games? <laughs> uh, I don't really. I, right now, I'm probably just going to be, like, helping people give hints. Like, set up and clean up. But oh. then during the actual games, like, helping so people with hints. So, so in other they words, can't figure it out. You, 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 you kind of, like, you're baiting them into a trap, sort of, right? I'm baiting them into No, I'm just, like, I'm just, like how's it going guys and I'm like oh we can't figure this out and then i'll be like hmm, maybe you should try oh you're baiting them towards the answer i see okay well they tell me if if they want help if they don't want help i i won't give it to them. them at all all right well you would have been a masturbator then so um, oh, that's all you were looking for you were trying to make that happen no matter what i'll do my best <laughs> doing my best trying hard you know Got to get those in there. Uh, that's what she said. Anyway, moving on. As to... long as you aren't a procrastinator. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> never. Oh, come on. You never, like, haven't wanted to do something, so you decide to do that instead? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you on that one. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I guess just to kind of, (laughs) (laughs) kind of wrap that up. Yeah, I know. Luckily, Sarah will have, um, she'll be around people. Uh, I wish I could have that, I think. Maybe that'll help. But seeing couples and that stuff kind of also is, is a little saddening too, because it's like, uh, again, the holiday is very coupley part of the year. Uh, a lot of, um, romantic, like romantic comedies based off of the holidays coming out now mm-hmm. uh, which isn't here or there but it is a lot of like hey the expectation is is that you're sharing the holidays with someone you you know you love and it's not just family it's also someone you want to do uh, other stuff with so it's you know it, that's tough too um though i i do wonder because i did encounter this today and i tweeted about it earlier today 
things. I don't get it. So I was in line, ready to buy the rest of this 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 gift that I'm making. And there's a couple, a fairly young couple in front of me. They look like maybe late teens, early 20s. And the girlfriend's up on her boyfriend, hugging him and everything. And she says to him, while looking into looking at him, she says to him, I see you in my mind. I can see you with my eyeballs. Or something to that effect, right? What? Hold on. <laughs> I, I, I wrote it down. I wrote down what had happened, and I think I'm not saying it properly. I can see you with my eyeballs. This is exactly what she said. (laughs) It says, I see you in my mind. I can see you on each of my eyeballs. And I'm like, yeah, because you're looking at him. That is is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Is that supposed to be sweet? (laughs) Like, I don't understand what that's supposed to be. I can see you on both of my eyeballs. I can see you in my mind. I can see you on each of my eyeballs. On each? Each of my eyeballs. Yes. She says this while looking at him, <laughs> while holding him. And I'm like, yeah. And I just wrote in the, my little tweet. It's like, did I ever say – I didn't say stupid, but I wanted to. <laughs> did I ever say stupid stuff like this when I was younger? Like, Oh. Because this is stupid. You know what? what? She's probably looking into his eyes and, or his glasses and seeing the reflection and seeing – her reflected back on her own eyeballs? My point Wait exactly. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Which is why it's stupid. And she seemed kind of like normal, right? Like she didn't say anything like that afterwards because we were in line for a while. You know, she's like, oh, well, I got away and blah, blah. But when he, but it sounded like that was supposed to be a sign of affection. It's like her way of being like, oh, you know. I can see you on each of my eyeballs. And it's like, yeah. you know what? Just eyeballs shouldn't be part of any romantic sentiment. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. No, no, I don't think so either. <laughs> so anyway, so seeing that was like, well, at least I don't have that, I guess. <laughs> at least I don't have to, you know, again, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't wrap my head around it. My, I was looking around to see if anyone else heard, and nobody, and everyone else was just standing there, kind of bored. But I'm like, like she just said that out loud. That doesn't just so weird, weird anyone else out except me. <laughs> like, it's like only... so specific. It's like, um, I love you so much; it brings me to my kneecaps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like eyes and knees can have romantic connotations, but right. eyeballs and kneecaps, kneecaps. like just. Yeah specific yeah it's like oh man i love the way you feel around my elbow joints it's like (laughs) that's awesome i think (laughs) Uh, yeah it's like oh yeah because you're wrapping your arm around somebody so there's the elbow joint i get it like i get the idea of it (laughs) but i I love having i love having you on my upper appendage right exactly yeah (laughs) i love the way you make my vertebrae curve it's like okay (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. My eyeballs. <clears throat> my eyeballs. Uh, yes. So, uh, yeah, I wrote it. I made sure. The moment it happened, I just took, I'm, like, in front of them, I just took my <laughs> phone out and started typing so I'd remember what they said. Because I just thought it was the weirdest You should have said it. You should be like, I'm scared. Sorry, <laughs> did you just say you can see him on your eyeballs? <laughs> yeah. On each of your eyeballs? It's like, on yeah. each of your eyeballs. <laughs> like, um, Yeah. 
I mean, that's the function. I mean, it's good to know your eyes are functioning properly, but... But, ma'am, I work for Hallmark, and I would like to buy that phrase from you for one of our cards, (laughs) because that is beautiful. (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) Uh, Yeah. um, You make my aorta... So you, you make my aorta swell. Mm. Mm. Mm, just like my <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, what's the next question? Okay. He says, looking forward, can you do a guide to relationships and Valentine's Day and White Day? I really wish that like the US kind of accepted like accepted the concept of White Day, right? Because I do think and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Sarah, but I feel like Valentine's Day is fairly female-centric, right? Um, Honestly, I've always done – me and my Both. partners do stuff for each other. Um, And all the, the people I know in relationships, at least people I'm close to, they do stuff for each other. So yeah, I don't yeah. know anyone where the day is about the woman. Well, I don't know how many men – necessarily care as much well they pretend to care when they get the stuff (laughs) touche touche they at least pretend which is the right thing to do when someone does nice things for you but most of the guys i've been with have really i i genuinely believe they enjoyed the stuff i bought and or did for them right so yeah no i agree when i uh, it had been many many it's been many many years but my ex-wife wasn't the last person to do Valentine's Day for me. Mm-hmm. My ex-girlfriend, my latest girlfriend, did not do Valentine's Day. She didn't believe in it. Uh, she felt like if you're going to give someone a gift, you give it on every other day, not on a day that was kind of expected or demanded that type of attention. Ah, uh, you know, the when, anti-Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, she's very anti-Valentine's Day. <clears throat> but anyway, but my my ex-wife was fine doing anniversaries and Valentine's Day stuff, right? So it's been a very long time since I've done Valentine's Day as an event. But, um, I, you know, there's not much of a... I mean, Sarah and I don't know if we can really give much of a guide to Valentine's Day. Other than... Yeah, I don't know. Well, the last relationship I was in, mm-hmm. where I was actually in a relationship when Valentine's Day came around, was actually like five years ago okay um honestly i don't really remember much of what we did on that day always Mm -hmm. but i will say i had an ex from before that and he loved like the gift giving stuff he loved to like gift giving was a very fun event for him oh okay so i remember when valentine's day he was like i don't i just don't have a lot of money this year I don't even know if I'll be able to get you a card. And I was like, that's totally fine. Don't worry about it. He was like, I'm sorry. He was like, so don't get me. He was like, maybe if you want to get me a card, okay, but don't get me like, you know, stuff. And I was like, okay. And so I felt, uh, I'm going to get him a card. I'm not trying to make him feel bad, but I'm going to get him a card. Mm -hmm. So I did. And then he called me when I was at work and I came downstairs to the lobby and I saw him coming across the street and he was carrying like the entire drugstore worth of... (laughs) valentine's oh, wow. day stuff oh that's cool that's very nice and he came in and i was like you jerk you said you weren't gonna get me anything and i i didn't want to get you so 
stuff because I don't want to make you feel bad. He was like, I know I tricked you. And no. I tricked you. I and like some chocolate and that's all I got you. And he was like, ha ha ha. And he like, I had like armfuls of this like red and pink stuff, like candy and like little stuffed animals and all this like gushy stuff. And I brought it upstairs with me to work and everyone was like, oh my God. <laughs> and that was his thing. He like loved what a big thing it was and how he like impressed everyone I knew and, and I, and you know, made me like tricked me so that I didn't get him barely anything. <laughs> I like that philosophy though. I mean, I like, I, li- that. I do like it, but it, I thought it was so sweet, but I was like, seriously, though, I don't want to not get you stuff because you tricked me and feeling like it would make you feel bad if I got you stuff. But I was like, but this one time was a very nice surprise and was very sweet. But from now on, let's just be honest about it. Yeah. You know. It was nice, though. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I like like that idea simply because, yeah, I I mean, for me and... Uh, my, I, I want to say my ex did this. Uh, my ex-wife did this. Um, I have an unnatural love for the kind of conversation hearts, which nobody likes. It's like the candy corn of Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, God. They're so gross. Yeah. They're the candy corn of Valentine's Day. But I like them. I like the powdery, sugary candy hearts. I don't know why. I have no idea why. Chalk. Yeah, it's just chalk. It literally is chalk. Like it dissolves in your it dissolves in your tongue like chalk. But I love it. And I remember vaguely, because it's been so long, but I remember vaguely like that was it. That's a, that's what I got for Valentine's Day. And that was more than it. That's all I ever wanted, really, is the the little conversation arts. Like that was perfect. So sometimes it's just, you know, sometimes guys like us, we don't really need that much. Um I, I, I guess if I ever start dating again, I'll have to point them into this, you know, and, and I'm as seriously in a, like, considering a relationship with somebody, but like, listen to this podcast. <laughs> You'll understand me. <laughs> You'll understand yeah. me and my ways when you listen to this podcast. Uh, you know, so. Well, I think you don't have to go. This was just what, what he liked to do. He liked to go overboard. I don't right. think no, no, I don't you have, have to, to it all. Um, it's, it's sweet if that's what you like to do. It is, it will like make your partner be like, oh my God, as as long as this doesn't like embarrass them or something, which it didn't for me. But, um, I will say it's a good idea to talk to your partner before the holiday to find out like your first one to find out what they like to do, what they want to do. If you don't really like Valentine's day, but your partner's all about it, just do something for them, you know? Right. I agree. Like, it's, I know people have, like, these principles about the holiday. Yes, it is just to sell cards and candy. (laughs) That's it. Much, (laughs) much of our society is about consumerism. Yeah. That's what it is. But, you know, we also attach meaning to all kinds of things in the world that don't have inherent meaning. So... If someone, if it means a lot to your partner, it would be nice if you just, you know, reciprocate what they, what they want to do for you, I think. And I don't know if I, I forgot, I've done an episode about Valentine's Day before, you know, so fortunately we never got to that, to to that episode here. We we started in May, so it was way after. I I had to look, I'm like, did we start early enough to to Valentine's Day? We did not. (laughs) But 
I th- I feel like a day that kind of celebrates. You know, it, it's, it's it's not very often we have a day that reminds people, hey, by the way, uh, you live a busy life. You have all this stuff going on in it. Sometimes maybe you have kids. Maybe you have like others a bunch of responsibilities. It's nice that there's a day in the year that taps you on the shoulder and says, oh, by the way, don't forget. You know, you have this person yeah. of whom you're in love with. Here's a day that we all kind of nationally celebrate together. Just remember to do something on this one day, you know. And then you can be busy and, and you know, overwhelmed the rest of the year. But this year, this one day of the year, outside of her birthday <laughs> or his birthday, just kind of remember, like, you know, there's a thing that you need to do. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, if both of you hate it, then don't worry about it. Yeah, but I, I, it was easy. I was flexible enough where my last girlfriend, I'm like, she was like, I don't like it. I want to celebrate. I'm like, that's fine. I don't need to. So it's not a requirement yeah. on my end. So that's perfectly fine not doing that. Um, but yeah, you know, as for White Day again, nobody's going to doubt. The U.S. is never going to doubt White Day um, because it's done on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is for both the men and women. It's It's not just one or the other, like in Japan. Where it's one or the other, so um, to celebrate on that yeah. day, yeah, <clears throat> it's a clever way. Though I feel like you probably do sell more if you split it up into two days. Well, for a while before it became a consumer day, uh, China had a Singles Day, a day where they celebrate being single. Hey, gotta <laughs> buy all your single friends presents. It, it was. I think it was to buy yourself something. I don't know. It was again. It turned into a consumer holiday, but it used to be just like, hey, here's this one day where we recognize that there's a lot of single people out there, and we want to recognize that. Yeah, it's not just for the couples. Single people are cool too. It's like thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks, guys. You're the best. I feel special. <clears throat> You know, uh, some restaurants give you, like, a free meal on your birthday. Uh, if you go to that restaurant and tell them it's your birthday, they'll give you a free meal. I think if you're single, you need to go, that you should be able to go, to, like, on a day in the year, just one day out of the year. Um, which I, I want to remember what the, it wasn't called Singles Day. I forget what it was called. But, <gasps> what? Sorry, continue. I had a really good idea, though. All right. Well, I'm just, I, I was just going to say that you get a, that they treat you to a meal on a day that you're single. That's all. What's your what's your brilliant idea? I want Oh my god. Go for it. You get like a discount wedding gown or like wedding tux <laughs> and you show up to a restaurant just mm. wrecked and you're like I was just stood up at the altar. Free food. <laughs> well, free a lot <laughs> of things, really, actually. Yeah. yeah. Then go then hit the bar. <laughs> you will you will be so taken care of. On that, on a day like that, you would you will be spoiled to death on a day like that. And it's my birthday. No, don't oh, don't push it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, don't push that. And my nana just died. Right, exactly. It's like, oh man, uh, my dog got run over, and uh, 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 <laughs> like, oh man, and I got fired from my job. Just by my fiance, day. she was my boss. <laughs> Fiance, oh yeah, my fiance at the altar, but also you know, and also gave me my two weeks' notice, and also, oh, so please, 
Yeah, and you're wearing the sash, right, or whatever. No, I guess you'd just be wearing the wedding dress. Just the, um, <laughs> just the wedding dress. <laughs> I mean, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant idea, uh, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think you can get away with it. <clears throat> anyway, I was trying to figure out what the this, the significance of Singles Day was, and I found I finally found out what it was. It's on eleven eleven on November eleven, so it's one 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 one. So single day. Oh, so single. So single. Very smart. So very, very single. Remember how single you are, singles. Yeah. One. <laughs> You're one. There's just one of you. <laughs> one is the loneliest number, as as that song says. But two can be as bad as one. <laughs> the loneliest number is the number one. <laughs> Let's sing some more confusing. lyrics. To, to, there, so there's a song. Uh, <clears throat> there's a song that that is sung by. Michael Bublé. Well, it's it's a cover of a song. I don't who did it originally. It's called uh, "Alone Again Naturally," right? Mm-hmm. And if you ever hear "Alone Again Naturally," uh, or I think it's just called "Alone Again," um, the original song by Gilbert Gilbert O'Sullivan is kind of a beat. It's like you know, it's very like it's not sad, but I. If you ever hear the the Michael Bublé, I forget the other person uh, who sings it with him. If you ever hear that version of it, it is the most <laughs> this perfect Singles Day song. Yeah, but like the very first verse is about how this guy got dumped at the altar, decides to climb a tower so he can throw himself off the tower and kill himself in front of the congregation that went to his wedding. <laughs> Lovely that he got stood up on. But but then the twist is. Because he got left behind, the people at the wedding are like, well, I guess there's no wedding anymore, and leave. And he's like, I guess I should just leave, too, because no one's here to see me kill myself. <laughs> I guess I'll just go home. Jeez. It's, it's super That's depressing. the song? It's a, it's a, this is an actual song. It's really depressing. <laughs> so he's so alone, there's not even any point to killing himself. Exactly. That was how alone it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Whoever wrote that song was very, very, very sad. But again, if you hear like the the it's like I think a seventies song, yeah, it's a, it's like it's kind of like poppy and like upbeat, and it's really weird if you hear <laughs> the real lyrics. It's like this is really upbeat for a really sad song, uh, but there's a lot of music like that. Anyway, speaking of music, oh, thank you again, Ray Calicos. I want to say um, a huge thank you for for always writing in every single week, for listening every single week. Uh, we really do appreciate it. We love you. We love you. Uh, and thank you for like letting us be there to hopefully help out. I know, you know, it, it has this these last few months have been really really difficult for you. And and yet you continued you, you know, despite everything, writing in, letting us know how you're feeling, letting us know where you are, um and and allowing us to be able to be uh active in trying to help out in some way shape or form and, and providing you some advice or some information or whatever or some support in in some way shape or form and we were able to do that for 34 episodes i think from i think since episode one you've been writing in and maybe not episode one because you didn't write in uh, you can't write in for a show that didn't exist yet but <laughs> since episode like two i think you've been writing in so thank you so much right kind of ghost yeah thank you Really uh, enjoyed your questions. Yeah, you, know, you always gave us a ton of them, and uh, yeah, uh, and good, don't worry, and, good thoughtful. 
Atlanta, some of them are pretty pretty deep where we're like, oh my god, <laughs> this is um this is these are like uh, real brain teasers, real uh, testing our IQ on being able to answer these questions properly. But worry not, right, Cal? If you're like, well, what, where am I going to write to Francis next? I'll probably, I'm certain in the next, probably next year, I'll probably start another show somewhere Woo! about something. You never know. <laughs> but knowing me, I can't stop. Um, I'm constantly trying to be the next uh, uh, foodie beauty or something. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you love foodie beauty? <laughs> no, I don't know. I I I I still I, I get all of my information about food and beauty from you. So you're my. She's one of those people of who just she gets drunk and then she does the content and then people like watching the mess. Yeah. Hey, look. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I've never. I just never could get into those types of youtubers or shows or anything like i just i can't do it i don't know why i i feel like you know why i I do know why actually i do know why why i'm one of those people who cringes at people being embarrassed or people making fools of themselves i feel it myself like i feel bad for them even though they're doing it to themselves in a way right like they're making them they're putting them themselves in those scenarios to kind of be ridiculed and made fun of and i always feel like I cringe and I'm like, oh, I don't don't know know how to, I don't know how to describe it. It's not like, it's not, you're kind of almost like someone who's, who's acting kind of foolish. Right. That's not kind of what this is. Um, I, you know, a little bit, isn't it? (laughs) She more, a train wreck. She's, she more is like, mean to people and very smug and it makes them angry (laughs) oh well that's even worse (laughs) um she does do some cringeworthy things then when people like call her out on it she's quite mean to them back and um yeah she just starts all these like feuds with other content creators yeah oh i can't do i don't know i mean more power to (laughs) look I understand why they're popular. I understand people, why people like that are popular. I get it. But, oh, man. <laughs> like, oh. I love it. Content creator yeah. feuds. They're awesome. There's a lot of them. I'm not going to lie. I'll, You know, especially when the beef makes its way onto social media. And I'm just like, huh. Why is why are these two beefing? Like, what's going on here? Why do they have a falling, you know, why do they have a falling out? I do get curious. I do want to know why it happened. I do want to know, like, oh, these guys are, like, at each other's throats. I, I should probably go down the rabbit hole and find out what the hell happened. Yeah. But, yeah. It's easy to do that. <laughs> so, here we are. We're at the end. What is the future of Smith Serenade past the Is This Love podcast? Well, I've been talking to you a little bit about what I'm doing um, besides the job doing the escape room stuff. Um, I'm also trying to turn my designs into a little bit of a business Um, and love related. I've gotten back on the apps. Oh, no. Ah! 
on, on the app, huh? Yes, wow. the apps. And is it all it's cracked up to be or have everything we've ever said on this episode about how it's such a pain to be on those things? Is it coming to fruition? It's pretty disappointing, going to be honest. Yeah. Now, do you think it's more disappointing now than it was, I don't know, a year ago when you were looking? I don't remember being thrilled back then either. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm in the best mindset either. Like, Mm. I'm not very... And not being in a great mindset means I'm not super optimistic. Sure. Um... Do you think that affects who you choose when you're in the in the dating pool? Um, it's tricky. I mean, honestly, I don't think I've come across anyone where I'm like, oh, yeah. But, you know, oh, but I'm depressed right now. So, no. I don't think that's happened. Okay. Um, I think I tend to, like, more give people too much of a look, like... There's a lot of things about this person I don't really like, but should I give them a chance? And I'm like, no, I disagree with them on like huge things. Why am I even thinking about this? Next, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, you're not that desperate yet to where you'll ignore well, those things. I don't, yeah, I don't want to. There's certain things you just can't ignore. Like, you're fundamentally different. Yeah. You know? And there's things where. I don't know. I just like get an energy like that. They're very intense. Um, I saw one guy. He seemed very, very. Hmm. Were they, was he, he casting? Ha- oh, what? He seemed to have a lot of. And I'm not saying this like a negative thing. He uh-huh. seemed to have like a lot, <laughs> okay, yeah. a lot of masculine energy. Okay. Like a so. lot. Big, big guy with tons of tattoos and like mm-hmm. all of his pictures were just like. Wah. And that's cool. I would love to see him as a character in a TV show. Absolutely. And I would probably root for him. Okay. But I think that energy coming at me through the app screen, I was just like, that's just, that's so much more testosterone than I usually like to have in like my yeah. partners. Not that my partners are low in testosterone, but you know, there's like that aura. There's like a lot of it coming through. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know what I mean? He's just like an extreme guy, likes extreme sports and like hunting and football and all these tattoos and, you know, it's just like. No, I get it. I, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the, see, that's the also, that's really, really the hardest part about online dating, I think, is, you know, they're often saying, hey, don't judge a book by its cover. But that's the whole point of online dating is you have to judge the book by its cover even if they give you a, a the cover is, is also their profile right because they're again they're not putting like well I, they're putting their best foot forward they're not just saying i like to kick puppies which is maybe that's something they like to do who knows but they're not going to put that on your profile right that's the stuff that yeah. you see it underneath but they're also not going to tell you sometimes they're gonna be like well i like to volunteer and i like to or i like to um, I don't know, write poetry, right? Because they may think like, well, nobody's going to want to hear me talk about the fact that I like to write poetry. That's stupid. I'll take that out. You know, things like that, right? Like there's going to be things where in their mind they feel isn't appropriate dating profile fodder. And therefore, it's a lot of surface stuff. Like the walking, taking hikes and like walks on the beach. 
That's why it's so cliche is because that's very surface level. Like, yeah. I mean, you kind of get a feel for it too. Like, yeah. like, like this guy, and he's probably a lot of fun, but you know, he likes, and I'm trying, I hate to gender it here, but he likes the man stuff, you know, like right. he likes the camping, the extreme sports, the sports, the beer, just, the, you know, all the things. And then I see someone who's like, I like science and I like reading and I like, you know, art. And I'm like, hmm, that's a little more my speed. Like, right. The indoor those, stuff. Yeah. Well, indoor stuff. We're like, you know, we can go walking and stuff, but we don't have to go base jumping every other day. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I prefer to parkour when I get to the you know to the bathroom. Uh, I have yeah. to at least have seventeen different uh, obstacles I have to climb over or crawl under in order to get to the restroom. So yeah, uh, and right. have to lift it over my head every single time. If I can't you know if I can't bench press you, I don't want to date you. But <laughs> and fortunately, there are women who have all those same interests too, right, and right. that energy. Yeah. Um, and so they will find someone. Who likes that stuff too? But totally, yeah. yeah, he seemed like a like a fun, maybe funny kind of person, but just like whoa, so much, and like not kind of in the stuff that I like, and it kind of made me exhausted just looking and reading. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so some of them kind of come across with like these, yeah, just like auras of what they're into, what their life is like, and maybe it's a lot of like hunting and fishing and camping mm -hmm. which i don't really like to kill things myself and um camping is tricky i already talked about that right, yeah. so i what would i do be like sorry we're not going to do any of the things you love yeah that's true i mean yeah exactly because he, br he brings up those things in, in order to find someone who wants to do those things with him so that you know you can you kind of put on your profile the things that you want to be able to share with a partner versus something that like, well, I could easily do my, by myself. I don't necessarily need a person around for that stuff. You normally don't put that on a profile. But. Yeah, but it is important to like pay attention to like what is really important to them. Because if you don't like that stuff, you know, you're, you know, you're not going to have a good time. They want to be able to do things that they love with a partner. I did find a guy who said, He's not interested in cohabitation or marriage. Okay. So they just want to hit you have your place. I have mine. That's yeah. the way we have a relationship. Isn't that interesting? Uh, it's not unheard of, but it is it's interesting. It's not unheard of, yeah. but it's it's pretty <clears throat> rare. Like that's a yeah. – I feel like that's a bit of a rare find. Somebody who would be like, yeah, I don't want to live with you either. Right. Well, yeah. I mean I, I remember many, many years ago of a couple who – they they were married, but they had their own separate houses. They had their own separate like bank accounts, but they were married. You know, they, they were they had the ring, and I don't know I don't know how. I mean, I'm guessing they just slept over each other's houses, and that was pretty much it. But then they mm -hmm. had their own space most of the time, uh, which I get, I get. Like I get that. You know, if you're if you're single long enough, you're used to having just your own space. It's hard to com to make a communal space if you've known just your own space for such a long time. Um, so I get that, but that's interesting that this guy's like straight up. 
No 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 cohabitation. No. I mean, I think that's smart because he knows most people expect that at some point. Yeah. Um, I I can totally feel that being someone something where someone goes out with him and they're like, "I'll change. I'll change him. I'll change change his mind." (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. I think yeah. When you've been single a long time, the thought of giving up some of your independence in your space is kind of scary. Um, and I can see how some people would take it to a, a place where they're like, oh no, I can't do that. Or maybe they were in a relationship where they co-whatevered everything yeah. and it ended up very traumatically for them when they split up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that can happen. That's totally, totally, yeah. yeah so like, I guess the question then becomes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh Moving forward, since you're back on the dating scene, yeah. Do you think there's anything that this podcast has helped you in kind of that process? Is did this did doing any of this help at all? I mean, if it didn't, that's cool. You don't have to say <laughs> it did, but I'm curious if it did or not. Um, if it isn't, that's fine. Because again, it wasn't like we were God asking I anyone think else for their advice. We were the ones giving it. So it's kind of like Yeah, I think it's made me more paranoid. <laughs> more paranoid. Yeah. I think it's made me more worried about uh, also like those relationship forums. I I had to stop looking at those. They're like they're scary, man. Yeah. They're like Every other person is cheating or ghosting. And I mean, not like on a dating app. I mean, like ghosting a relationship. Um, Abusing. uh, What are the other ones? Just completely taking advantage of their partner. Like they do nothing. And their partner is like holding the whole thing up on their own. Oh. I feel like the internet, our ability to talk to other people online. <laughs> has, right, we all want to commiserate, right? Where we can, but it's encouraged this type of behavior, right? Yeah. Like I feel like there's – because if you ever go online and say, you know what, I, I'm thinking about cheating on my girlfriend or I'm thinking of cheating on my boyfriend or whatever, right? You're going to get a bunch of people saying, yeah, just do it. Go for it. Like, it, you know, right? Like, no no one's going to stop them. There's going to be more people saying. Oh, my saying, gosh. I think there's more people that are going to be like, yeah, do, because there's no consequence to the person saying it, right? It's not their relationship. But yet they're going to encourage it because it's like, yeah, we want to see what happens. <laughs> right? Okay. Some, there's a couple forums where people will do that. But yeah. even the anti-cheaters will sometimes seep into those ones, even though they're technically not welcome. But right. like on the majority of forums about relationships, if someone's like, I'm going to cheat, everyone's like, you piece of crap. Really? You okay. deserve this, that, and the other. You are a terrible person. Mm-hmm. You should leave them so they can find someone better than you. People on there do not like cheaters, I have to say. Unless you go to the forum that's just for cheaters. Well, right, which is probably where you're gonna go, right? If you're if you're thinking about it, what form are you gonna go more towards? The people who are gonna say, like, especially if you're conflicted, where are you gonna want to go towards? The people who are gonna be like, yeah, you should do it, 
or the people are going to be like, you're a terrible human being for doing it. You can go to well, the place where that'll tell you, good job, but do it. I tell you what, if they haven't been on Reddit for very long and they just stumbled across the relationship advice sub, they might ask in there and then they'll learn. Right. <laughs> Hopefully, in a perfect world, they'll they'll be shamed for thinking they could get away with doing certain things. But Well, yeah, I mean they they will get shamed. Um there was but the, the cheating the cheating forum it's oh, no. not really people asking for advice. It's more just everyone talking about how amazing cheating is, how much fun it is, how much yeah. they love it, yeah. and why should they feel bad about it. And sometimes also they really would be upset if their partner cheated, which right. is amazing yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, very rules for me and not for thee type of thing. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. But 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 we did – you know, there's so many articles that we didn't end up doing on the show. One of them was – like, hey, yeah, it's cool to cheat. It helps your mentality. Or Remember there was that one weird article <laughs> that was like, cheating's great for women. That's like, okay, first of all, cheating's not great for anybody. No. If you cheat and you were unhappy in your relationship, but you cheat and you end up with the new person and you love them, well, then I guess it worked out for you. You were a terrible person, though. Yeah. Should have gone about that differently. But... Sometimes that happens. Sometimes I will say the one time I think it's not the worst. And this is really specific and because I actually know the situation, okay? Where a couple, uh, someone's in a very unhappy marriage. Their mm. partner actually cheats on them, mm. is cheating on them. And then they meet someone new. Right, as a result. doesn't treat them like garbage. Like, this first person treats them like garbage and cheats on them. Right. And they meet someone new who doesn't treat them like garbage. Then it's like, okay, yeah, then go be with that person and leave the other person. Right. I think that's fair. And that's very specific. Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't know how often that actually happens. Super unhappy marriage. They're already the victim of cheating. Right. Then I think it's okay. Yeah. Right. See, and that is, is a specific set of circumstances. This is why hundreds of thousands of people didn't download our episode because we weren't saying you should just cheat because A, you'll get away with it, and B, how awesome is it to feel liberated that you're cheating on your partner, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right? Like, this is that's why what that other forum is for. <laughs> right. That's what that that's what that, that which probably has more people in it than like the the forum that's saying you shouldn't do it. <laughs> Oh man! But but well, that again, I, you know that that's kind of what we're fighting against. You know, this podcast <clears throat> has has is fighting against the people who encourage bad behavior because a lot of times bad behavior is encouraged. A lot of times, bad behavior is applauded, um, especially online, especially in a place where you're anonymous. Because again, it doesn't hurt you any. And you get to kind of live out your darker fantasies through somebody else. You're living vicariously through somebody else. If somebody's like, I really want to, I don't know. I'm trying not to think of anything too brutal, right? Too terrible. But like, you know, again, another like another cheating scenario. Some girl is talking to me on the side and I really shouldn't talk to her. She's like my coworker or something. And she's been hitting me up on my our texts and stuff and been texting me mm-hmm. and everything. And I should probably just tell her to stop. But I really like it. What should I do? The a- 
average mm-hmm. person, if it was like a person they knew, would probably tell them, yeah, don't. Stop it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. But us, but the anonymous people who are like. Mm. Now, I'm telling you, the anonymous people will not be like, yeah, go for it. No, they will be. I mean, I don't know what place you go to. But and like the general relationship forum people, mm-hmm. because they are generally a justice minded, you know, okay. bunch. They will be like. You need to leave your girlfriend. Okay. Well, that, that, so that she can there. find, so she can find someone better. Yeah. And they probably won't even say, so you can pursue this other person. They'll probably say you should be single for a while. That's right. generally what they say. They should be like, they would probably say you should leave her or you should dump her so she can find someone who deserves her and you need to be single for a while and figure yourself out. That's probably what they would say. Okay. Well, that, 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 that's i'm happy to hear that i I mean that's a little unrealistic because if you do dump her you're probably just going to go be with the co-worker but the right thing to do is to break up with her and not have the affair if you like your co-worker and don't want your relationship anymore so then in general it sounds like we are giving the you know our show is giving the popular advice the popular I think usually yeah okay my because my impression and i don't i have very few things you know i don't i don't follow that stuff so maybe that's my own problem like i, I and this may be just me projecting i don't know even though i i wouldn't want to do that bad stuff but i feel like if i could get away with it i guess i would i don't know i'm just assuming if the you bad... could get away with cheating you would no 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 giving that advice to somebody else like bad advice to someone i guess i would give it like i'm trying to think of why i feel like that would be the way people would go right like i'm trying you to figure could, out but i mean you could but then other people would jump on your comment and be like don't listen to this person well that's good i'm really <laughs> happy to hear that you know? but if you just wanted to go like be a jerk anonymously online mm-hmm. of course that's a lot of people use Reddit for that. Well, yeah, that's true. Because I mean, they call them trolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yes, and yeah, I, I can see that. Because I, I, I guess on topics that are non-relationship related, I'll see people kind of overreact quite often. Which is, I guess, my assumption that people do in relationship subreddits is they overreact. But I'll see something in like very reasonable, what I feel are reasonable discussions. And some people just go to one extreme or the other, right? For whatever reason, whether they're rooting for a part, well, you know. Yeah, go it's ahead. true in the in the relationship sphere too. You'll go <laughs> something that's made fun of on the relationship forums is they say that everybody says just says divorce. Oh, <laughs> like that's like everyone's immediate answer is divorce, which is an over. That's an exaggeration. That is not what everyone says, but that's a joke within the form. Okay, is everyone's like just divorce, right? You know, I'm a little deep. upset because I came home and the dishes were still dirty. Divorce. Oh jeez. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's uh. that's the joke of the extreme mm-hmm. advice that people give is they oftentimes don't consider the nuances of a relationship. Right. And go straight to being angry about this situation, being like, just get rid, get rid of the whole person. Just, just, just stop it altogether. Like, there's no yeah. point in continuing because, uh, obviously, you guys are unhappy. 
Because the whatever. story you just told me made me so mad that you should get divorced. <laughs> I, I, I uh, recently found a subreddit called Unsent Letters. I don't know if you've ever been to this subreddit. Oh, yeah. I think I did. It, it can be kind of... It's sad. It's a really yeah, depressing it can, it's a really it can depressing be kind subreddit. of sad. Kind of, if anyone's wondering why I, you know, what's adding to my depressive mood for this season. Yeah, you're on all the sad ones. <laughs> I'm on the sad ones, yeah. Unsent letters, though. Oh, my goodness. So the, the, the premise of unsent letters is you write anonymously to the person of whom, it can't be to yourself. It always has to be towards somebody, but someone who's affected you either positively or negatively in some way. And you never got a chance to tell that person how you made, how they made you feel or how you've affected their, or they've affected your life. And so you write this letter because it's a, it's an unsent letter that never makes it to the recipient. And some of the stuff there. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, man. It is like yeah. we're, we're people. We are we as a people are struggling because some of these these letters are just so unbelievably sad <laughs> and unbelievably just heartbreaking. And so it, it translates to my worldview of negativity that if I. To, to go into, like, a relationship subreddit, which I don't go into, um, mostly because I'm not in one anymore, right? Like, so I don't feel like I need to go into it. But mm-hmm. I'm in the Forever Alone one, which is, like, opposite of oh that. Oh, my God. Right? But but anyway. um, so, Yeah. Which, again, which Forever Alone, I'm not even Forever Alone, which is the other funny thing. It's like, I'm not even that. These are people. Yeah, who better never... not tell them about your past relationship. I know you cannot mention. If you mention a relationship, they will they will be happy to kick you out of that forum because it's for people who've never been into any, have never had a relationship ever of any, not of any sort, but no romantic relationship ever in their in their. You're life. like the guy who's addicted to caffeine, so he goes to an NA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm mostly. I, I think I, I go in there because I, I can kind of relate to the to the not their extreme loneliness, but to at least some of the loneliness they feel. When you get to the there's one called um, FA thirty plus, so it's for the people who've been who've hit, reached wizard status. Um, which for <laughs> anyone who doesn't know, wizard being a wizard in the Forever Alone community means that you have reached the age of thirty and are still a virgin, and therefore you get magical powers because you've. Never had any relations with uh, the opposite sex for their, what is essentially half your life, I guess, in their minds. Um, but that one's even, I don't want to say it's more depressing because they kind of accept their, their lot in life. Like, well, I guess this is just how it is. <laughs> like, I'll never be with anybody ever again. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's definitely not a place where people are like, get a lot of the, the no one's um cheering on cheating and no one's encouraging or, or or are they even talking about that there like what no. does cheating have to do with their lives well they, they the, the only time cheating gets brought up is they're like how does they don't understand the concept of cheating like in the in the forever loan forums they're like oh like how can you have a person yeah. and then not that and not then, be enough and i not can appreciate see that yeah them. yeah like, how do you not appreciate the person that you're with? I agree with them on that. Yeah. And then, and so, yeah. They're not terrible. <laughs> and, 
you know, they're they're not uh, they're they're a un- misunderstood lot, I think, and and I always feel, and I do feel for them. But anyway, beyond beside the point, the, the I guess the point is is that um, when as we move forward, uh, I, my cynicism for relationships or for people who have relationships, I think I hopefully will go away. I mean, I'm going to be. I I don't know yet. We, we've talked about it slightly before this episode of me doing the dating app thing, which is again really funny if we do it after we end this show. <laughs> when we have wait, like, what? Fi- it's it would be funny if I started doing the dating app thing with you with you. Um, after oh, we end after this show. the show. And, and so that we like, can yeah. yeah we can't talk about I mean we can talk, we're gonna talk about it amongst ourselves we're definitely we, gonna talk about it amongst ourselves but we're not gonna be able to share it with like as as advice or as like hey come join us on this journey even though we were kind of planning on it but again b- busy lives and all busy so, busy hopefully you know you'll I don't know, maybe 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 Sarah will be kind enough to turn Serenade.Ann.Pete into like her relationship experience Instagram where she'll just write in big bold text, why do people suck like about this or why are <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I feel like I shouldn't even like judge people too much in there because we all are we're all gonna connect with a specific type of person, right? Or right. a group of type of people and but there's so many different types right yeah so just because i'm like oh no thanks doesn't mean that you know but there could be obvious someone else isn't like what's that there could be obvious though ones where they're obviously like oh my god this is why did they do this on their profile? Why did they? Well, there's very few where I look at them and I'm like, oh, gross. I wouldn't, ne- I wouldn't even like you as a friend. You right. know, there's very few like that. There's yeah. a lot where I'm like, we don't, uh, we don't think the same way. We don't like the same stuff. Um, you know, you look like one of my exes. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, wow. I mean, there's been a couple where they they do look a little bit like my exes, and I'm like, next, no, thank you. <laughs> I, don't I don't think I don't think I don't I don't think I've ever I mean that's not true I've seen people who look like my ex-wife for instance that always weirds me out yeah it weirds me out yeah. it doesn't happen a lot but yeah. I like yeah I've I've come across a couple people that just looked a bit like one of my exes yeah. and I was like no can't do it can't just look at them and see my ex right no, I get you. I get you. Now, going back, now that you've dived, dove, dove in, divin, dived back in, do you do you feel like you have a type? Like, mm. do you find yourself? Oh, I'm. I, I seem to be swiping, or at least liking a lot of people who seem to have a very similar nose, or I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know. I. Hmm. I don't like guys that are too pretty. Oh. Okay. Like, 
too conventionally attractive. I see. You're right, right. I think we talked a little bit about that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you don't like it. You don't like convention. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not yeah. not too much. Yeah. Um. I tend to like beards a bit more, mm-hmm. but just like a little bit. I don't not like the ZZ Top beard. Yeah. You don't need a lumberjack um, beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. Let's see. Hmm. What else? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I mean, that's a good. I mean, but you're you are noticing a little bit of a pattern, right? There's maybe a little bit of a trend, but I mean, I have I have swiped right on some people who don't have beards or that are a little bit cuter than I would usually go for. I like that that's an issue. It's like, oh, I got it. Oh, they're a little too pretty. I oh, do. I look at this stuff. person I'm in a conversation with. I'm like, uh, he's awfully handsome, though. And what's the... <laughs> so, okay, so what is the problem if they are? Like, what is the downside of it, I guess? if they're I'm not sure why. Mm. I think... I have assumptions. I'm a very... Sh- I'm a very shallow person, and I ha- I make assumptions. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with again, like I said, the, judging the book by its cover. As I said, yeah, yeah, they're probably mm. great. They're not probably great, but they might be great. Right. But um, yeah, There's I think a lot I of do. amazing, good-looking people out there, Sarah. I'm just letting you know there that. are. I am sure that there are, but something about them. Makes me feel a little uneasy. Like, are you comparing it to your own looks? Um. Well, they've already they've already matched me, so that's not it. Okay. It's like I I maybe I have some assumptions about good looking guys. <laughs> I you know I, it's weird. I don't I don't normally have a like. I try not. Which is weird for a guy, I think. I think guys are very much like if they see someone attractive, they already have they have assumptions as well. But I don't know. I don't think I do. Now, mind you, I'm not on the apps yet, so who knows? Maybe I will once I'm back on the apps. But and man, I kind of wish I I wish we had thought about this in the penultimate episode. Not even well, yeah, even the penultimate. Oh, so um, you could have gotten on too. No, I could have asked questions like, "Where should I go? Which one should I at?" And like, join. So. Oh well, I'm doing Hinge and Facebook dating. Okay, I did Facebook dating before. I, b- I bet it's different now. I mean, I did Facebook dating the moment it came out. The, the the moment it was told, "Hey, guess what? Facebook dating is an app that you can use." Yeah, I started when it was when it was new too. Um, I did that for a while before I met my ex, and then now. I'm back on there. I feel like Instagram and Twitter need... Well, no, Instagram is Facebook, so never mind. But, like, all the social media should have a dating aspect to their websites. Because there's a lot Twitter seems like a weird one. Twitter does seem like a weird one. But I do see... Weirdly enough, mostly women... Go on to their Twitter and be like, I'm single. I would love... I wish I could go and connect with somebody... Like they're actively sh- telling their entire followership, 
hey, by the way, I am actually trying to date, even though obviously they're not trying to date their followers, but so they it's talk just kind of it. like a it's just kind of like a Facebook post where you're like, hey, here's my thoughts right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, then they they can go to literally any app and do it. Oh, no, I know, I know that, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, but yeah, just not to do any on twitter is i mean well facebook has facebook dating but making yeah. a facebook post that says hey i'm lonely and like to date isn't the same as actually going to the app of facebook yeah. dating yeah, that's so good. yeah that's a good point yeah i don't know i think that's just sort of like hey void here's what's going on with me yeah yeah it's not easy it's not easy it's not easy yeah, and you and you just and you you've started and and you, you'll I'll be sure to I mean I'll be following your pro- progress which will be interesting. Um, I'll be interesting to hear <laughs> stories of the people of whom you both dislike and like a lot. Uh, hopefully it'll be more like a lot than dislike, but you never know. I, I guess it would be the way the way around no matter what because that's the kind of. Right. Wouldn't it be great if you just super liked like most of the people you saw on the day? <laughs> She's like, oh my God, you're all fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be somebody out there who's doing that now. It's like, I like everyone. I literally, there's, t- there's so many choices and it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> they know what the mighty boosh is. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> um, it's funny because, um, a, a podcast co-host well not anymore she's moved i, I don't think we, she's, <gasps> what what oh i'm sorry i just had another like thought pop into my head H- hit me before i tell this story then you have to get on hinge they probably do this on all sorts of apps now but you you do a voice prompt so you oh, record really? your voice and oh, i have listened to guys voices that's like important to me oh wow oh my god you're gonna hit it out of the park oh no <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, yes. I'll have to. I'll have to. Yeah, I'll have to think of something proper. But well, they give you a ton of prompts to choose from. Okay. So for there was a a, co, a, a podcast co-host of mine from, a, from another show who was in your position who was dating. She had one requirement, mm-hmm. right? And you might find this a little nerdy, but apparently this was her requirement in order for the for any guy who talked to her. To get to the next level of conversation, had to pass this one test, and it was a test that happened immediately. Okay. Now, you're not a big. Uh, well, I don't know how. Have, how many Star Wars movies have you seen? Jeez, how many are there? Nine. Probably not all of them. <laughs> Did you see the prequels when they came um, out in like the early two thousands with the? Uh, yes, Greg I saw those. As, yes. As, okay. So there's a scene where Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, you know who General Grievous is, the robot with all the arms? No, I okay. forget. All right. So there's a scene in episode two or three, I forget which one, where Obi-Wan Kenobi drops down to confront this this bad guy and says, hello there, right? Okay. Now, the appropriate response to anyone, because this is my response. This is even before I knew this was her like thing. But my response is General Well, I have to do it in the voice. General Kenobi, right? You have to you have to say General <laughs> Kenobi, right? Because that's what he says 
to, o- to Obi-Wan when he lands and says, hello there. Her okay. requirement <laughs> for any dude she was dating on these dating apps was she would say, I think she even had the picture or, or something of Obi-Wan saying, hello there. So she made it pretty easy. <laughs> All the guy had to do was say, General Kenobi. Not in that voice, because not everyone likes to do voices. But they had to say, General Kenobi. If they didn't say that, the likelihood of it getting very much further was pretty much nil. Because she's the kind of person who, like, that was the... her. I think her current boyfriend right now, that was how they ended up together was he said the, he said the appropriate password <laughs> of general Canadian. oh my gosh that i love that like when someone's just supposed to know but like when they do i have this friend and he loves this show okay. and i love the show too and i don't talk to him for months at a time but today he texted me and he said sarah we know you're eating a hot dog <laughs> and i knew exactly what to respond which was no i'm just really tired <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> right? How fun is that? All right? It's awesome. If you know that reference, good for you. And I think... Now, does that... For her, for her, all of her, every boyfriend she's had using dating apps passed that test. They all said General Kenobi when she said hello mm-hmm. there. Is that a... Stu- that's pretty... That's not a stupid... That's pretty fun, right? That's a pretty cool little, like... Okay. Well, at least we know that they I have feel the like same it's a pretty it's pretty easy since it, a lot of guys like that franchise. Uh, it's not it's pretty, I don't think it's that easy because I don't think I mean it was she's only had well she did say she did used to tell us that people not everyone would say it appropriately. They would either say hello they're back or something, right? Like they wouldn't say automatically because hello there's a pretty innocuous saying right even if they have but she the... gave a picture with it right right but even then it's just like oh you know responding with gifts are we okay right like i feel like it's not an obvious there you go right because it's two words hello there you know i guess what she's testing is that they can they recognize a humorous puzzle and can mm-hmm. they solve it yeah um so yay or nay on that yeah that's cool okay um if if you're a star wars person no, but what would be yours out of curiosity <laughs> i wouldn't do the hot dog thing because that's that's too obscure <laughs> um i would love to do something from like one of my favorite shows but sadly they aren't as popular as they should be well what's one of your favorite shows well i was thinking of answering one of the prompts about like you know i'm weirdly attracted to people who are like in love with one of my favorite comedy tv series and i would say my favorites are probably the most well-known one is trailer park boys oh sure but i also love uh i think a lot of people know i think you should leave too um but i also love detroiters strangers with candy and tom goes to the mayor which not as many people have seen those no but I feel like if someone were to say, oh, my God, I love those shows, I'd be like, oh, my God, we have, like, the same sense of humor, you know? <laughs> I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Important. Yeah. So. <laughs> what are you looking up? I didn't look up anything. Oh. <laughs> but I, I think 
Yeah. Here's the thing. I, I, I don't know. I think that would work for a lady. I don't know how much it would work. Because I, I work for a dude. Because for me, what I find funny, for instance... They would have to be able to. They'd have to watch. Like, I, I couldn't do that. To, I couldn't do that to a woman because they'd have to watch really stupid humor that I think I know in my heart of hearts is stupid, but I find it hilarious. For instance, even though people will probably reprimand me for this, but Spaceballs, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to like a stupid comedy, which is not a stupid because it's a Mel Brooks movie, and Mel Brooks movies aren't stupid comedies. They're fun, right, or whatever. Like most people would be like, what? Blasphemy. They're good movies, in which I would reply. Not everyone <laughs> likes them. <laughs> um, but there's another movie that my uh, my the host of another podcast that I co-host called Points of, Points of Interest Podcast. He and I both love this film that I think if a woman said they love this film, I'd have to marry them on the spot. Because okay. no, it is Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Okay. Wait. Is that the one where the lady has three boobs? One. Oh, one boob. That's yeah, right. She only has one boob. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. So I used when that movie came out, I worked at a movie theater. <laughs> and my job, because it used to be on reels, so it didn't used to be just a like a downloaded video that you can play in movie theaters now. Like now it's all digital. Before you had to put it on film. And it had to go through this machine, you had to reel it through, and it was a lot of work. And you had to make sure that the, that the the print was perfect. There weren't smudges. There weren't lines. There weren't like it was a, a good print. And when you work at a movie theater, you sometimes you get to watch a movie before it shows, and you get to pr- show make sure the print works and is pretty and, and is is lovely. And I my job was to do that for Kung Pao Enter the Fist. I was laughing the entire time from the moment the movie started to the moment it ended. That I had got none of it. I, I'm supposed to also mark when the reels change. There's a little circle at the top right. Um, what do you call it? A fight club tells you about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, and Where it's a real like, thing. It, yeah, I remember seeing those in the older movies. I remember the one in... Um, I I distinctly remembered the one in... What's it called? The NeverEnding Story. Oh. Oh, there you go. Yeah, def- it would definitely have been a NeverEnding Story for sure. Yeah. It's just a little little dot that that happens for like a split second, but that that means because reels come in, the movie doesn't come in one big reel. It's in small, a bunch of small reels that you that you splice together. So you, so that just lets you know, oh, that they that's where they seam together. That's when they connect. Anyway, beside the point, I missed all of them. I was too busy laughing. I was tears running down my <laughs> face. I was crying the whole time. Oh my time. god! So the movie got like all jinked up in the middle because of you no luckily it was a fine it was the print was fine as far as i know the print was fine i just like but you're supposed to you have like a little clipboard and you're supposed to mark all of the circles so we know that every you can because you count the number of circles that means oh we got all the reels you're supposed to have five of them we got five reels you've had five circles done the movie has the right number of reels i didn't i didn't i didn't see one of them I was too busy. Whoopsies. Yeah. And the person, the supervisor that was there who I was friends with, who I mentioned her in, in a previous episode, she used baby voice for her boyfriend for some reason. It annoyed the hell out of Ooh. me. Yeah. I don't know why. She would talk normally to everyone else. She got a call from her boyfriend one day. Hi, baby. How are you? I'm fine. And like, oh, my God. What is wrong? with I'm like, I, I, I talked to her. I'm like, why did you do that? And he's like, oh, he likes it. 
that sounded weird. <laughs> that sounded really strange. Anyway, <clears throat> so yeah. Uh, so if, if I found if there was a woman out there who was like, just came up to me and said, "That's a lot of nuts," I'd be like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> we need to go to Vegas right now." <laughs> oh my gosh! I got to put yeah, a ring I mean... on it because <laughs> that is. A rarity, because it's a movie people genuinely hate. It's a movie that people like <laughs> because it's so dumb. And I found it, still find it, one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And yeah, I don't like a lot. I don't like stupid movies, but for some reason, this one just hit all the right spots because it's an old kung fu movie, right? It's got weird characters. It's just like. A lot of it is just so dumb, but it, I like that kind of humor. So anyway, <laughs> but you like apparently someone who needs to like Canadian humor because a lot of your stuff is Canadian, <laughs> right? Well, well besides, except for Trailer Park, right? Besides Trailer Park Boys, which ones? Are the other, also oh, I don't. I thought the other one, at least one of the other ones, was wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know either. <clears throat> oh, the Mighty Boosh is another good one. We were just talking about that. about that, but that's UK. That's okay. That's UK. Yeah. I like a lot um, of UK stuff too, but yeah, no, I think the rest might be American. Okay, because I haven't heard like I know you you've talked about them before, like Detroiters and stuff like that. Right? Like I've <laughs> never seen that. I never heard of it. But oh, it says I love the it word, so much. Yeah, but the word Detroit's in there, so I'm assuming it's American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it takes place in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's things like that where I'm like, I don't know, but there, there, a lot of the shows that you mentioned. Are I feel like I don't even know how you found them. In all honesty, I don't even know how you you learned about them because I've never heard of them, and I follow a lot of this stuff just for you know um, different ways. Yeah, yeah, I found out about them from <laughs> some some are from interesting characters in my life. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It's not it's yeah it's not ridicule or or judgment. It's just surprise. But, um, yeah, so, it, you know, when it comes to that stuff, you know, it's important. And um, I think we'll, as we, it's funny, this is just a regular episode minus the questions. <laughs> I kind of like Pretty that. Much. It's just like, oh, it's a regular episode. But that's how it should be, I think. Uh, you know, because the explanation is super simple, right? Like, we end, we're ending the show altogether because uh, we don't have the time anymore, you know. We're just busy, and but what we, what we do have time for is kind of hanging out every once in a while and talking, like friends do. So that's kind of why the show has to go. But like it, it's you know, know that it's not like we because we, I know some podcasters just stop talking to each other. I guess like once it's over, I get that's it. They never talk to each other again. But yeah. Oh no, we're definitely keep talking. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have to because we have we have two potential. Well, you first, and then me, right? Adventures of, of adventures and uh, in, in dating, online know. dating. Yeah, and just in general dating. You know. Yeah, yeah that's fun. true. Yeah. I mean, I am doing this part time job where I could potentially meet people. So that's true. That's, that's kind of cool. Every so- look, I mean, again, my favorite form of dating i guess is the type the meat cute 
the the serendipity the serendipitous occasion. Does that ever happen? Serendipity? Or you just meet, meet somebody? Cutes. Well, meet what, cutes. what is meet cute really, other than right place, right time, right? That's really all a meet cute is. It's not like. But also like. Oh my god! Like it's a story you tell later. You're like, Next oh, we we both were in the elevator and it got stuck, or you know, um, we both went for the same book and there was only one left. You that's know, that's true. That's true. No, that's a good point. Yeah, nothing like. Or that. like we were turning around the corner, didn't see each other, and we spilled coffee all over each other. <laughs> <laughs> then we got into an all-out fight because we speak. Then we each got in a fist fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then at the hospital, our beds were next to each other, and we just since we couldn't fight anymore because we were in casts, we right. just started talking. Once the swelling went down, and we could see each other again. <laughs> Meet yeah. cute. Meet cute. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, I, I blame how I met your mother to, on that, right? Because that's the whole premise of that show is like the meet cute of how he met his how he met the kid's mom. So. I don't know. I really couldn't get into that show. I couldn't either. There's there's several shows I could never understand. And look, blasphemy. I know, um, Big Bang Theory. I never understood why that was popular. But um, <laughs> I, I mean, I get why it's popular. But yeah, not really my kind of thing. My mine either. I'm one of those. Look, I get, I know a lot of geeks like that. But I'm one of those geeks who I'm like, this is just making. This is just like a caricature of geeks. These aren't what real geeks are like. <laughs> Like, these aren't real nerds. These are what these are what Hollywood think nerds are. Like these aren't real. Like I don't know what you're trying to represent here, but that's not us. <laughs> it's easy to digest. It is. That's true. That's true. So, apparently, we're neurotic, like Sheldon, and we're I don't know, love struck like the main character, whoever that guy was. I forget his name. Leonard. <laughs> Leonard. That's it, Leonard. Stick <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has the sh name attached to their. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know. Uh, I, I guess, all in all, as we move forward. Uh, after this show, we just hope anyone who's listening or, I mean, this show is going to be up for a little while longer. So you'll hear old episodes. If you happen to stumble upon this and you're like, last episode, what? Um, you know, the email still exists, like social media. I'm not getting into the social media immediately. So if you really want to say something or talk to us there, you can at is this love pod. And is this the pot at gmail.com? Like, if you really want to hiss up, that, uh, that's not going away, for, at least for a while. I don't I don't have any intention of deleting it immediately. So if you're listening to this last episode, it's like, man, I really wish you could have talked about something. Yeah, write us in. Sarah yeah. and I will... I, I'll, I'll talk to Sarah, and maybe I can send a reply, but... Yeah. No <laughs> write show. to Francis, because I don't know how much I'm actually going to open my... <laughs> Well, they come to me anyway. Oh, except for the, I guess the Instagram. Yeah, they, don't don't message me on Instagram because I, I have so many profiles right now that right. I, I'm not reliable. I guess don't do the instant love. Well, you could do this. I have access to that. So if you want to do the instant love Instagram, I have access to it, so I can yeah. I can chat but definitely don't do serenade.and.p oh, if you want a quick response. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I like never check. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, uh, hold on. I mean, I'm following it, so I'm curious now. I'm going to take a look while we're on, while we're while still here. 
Um, but otherwise, yeah, like that's that's pretty much it. I don't I don't know. Um, any last anything else you want to say before we make our way out of here? Um, anything? Uh, on you have sixty one followers, <laughs> 41, 49 followers. What? You have forty nine followers on your Serenade and Pete account. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. Yeah, How did yeah. that even happen? <laughs> so you have you have almost fifty people following, you and you're like, I'm never gonna post anything. <laughs> it's like there's fifty people waiting for you to post. I'm something. I'm managing a lot of accounts right now. <laughs> I know. Don't worry about it. I just uh, find I'm it funny sorry, that there's everybody. fifty people that are just like sitting there waiting. Like I wonder. I'm if she's sorry. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll be super bored. Wow, some of the people are following you. I'm like, why are you following her? I like these are people I know. I'm like, oh, I guess they're following you oh, because of the show. Yeah, they're just doing it because they follow you. <clears> and there's <throat> probably like, there's probably like, aka the other guy follows serenade.and.pete, and they're like, follow because yeah. I like to add more followers for myself. Right. I just like the meow or the mow. 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 But yeah. Well, I guess <clears throat> all I have to say in closing is. Sometimes things can feel negative, but guys, let's be positive. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I do think there is something to being positive in this dating experience. Right now, I might not be there just yet, mm-hmm. but I absolutely have plans to be feeling more positive about this mm-hmm. in the very near future. Yeah. And if you can't feel positive right now, then just make your goal to plan to possibly try to be soon. Yeah, because it shows in your approach when you're interacting with somebody. It's hard to it's you know it's hard to hide it completely, and so let yourself be positive. Uh, it also makes kind of the rejection part a little easier when you're positive because it's like, well, then the next one, right? The next one. Ah, yeah, there's, there's always a, a better way to look at it and rejection is, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, really, if you're being super positive and I'm not advocating like toxic positivity, like you're not allowed to be sad. Right. But like, you know, <laughs> but it just like make the goal to be at, at some point you're going to, you're going to, feel good about stuff um but a really positive way to look at rejection is that they're making room for the really good thing to come into your life Mm -hmm. yeah yeah make room make room um my last bit of advice before we wrap up is for a lot of people uh, it's a slow 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 process of finding love i mean i was single for 12 years before i found someone who wanted to have any type of relationship with me and we did it for a couple years that was great uh actually i guess 10 years before that happened um so it takes a long time for some people (laughs) to to find relationship and love again and sometimes it's even longer than that sometimes it's your whole life We, we had a story in the last episode of a woman in her 70s finding love with i think he was 80 or something or 90 or whatever like he was yeah, he was older yeah he was older yeah so but it took she was in her 70s when it happened and so for those out there who are like why does no one love me why is it taking taking forever sometimes it does just take that long um and your patience can oftentimes be rewarded so 
there's no you know relax take it easy don't jump on everybody don't tell everyone don't don't confess your love from at a drop of a hat don't smother anyone just you know be available be friendly don't be don't be um hurt if someone calls you their friend uh despite sarah's uh not i guess um opposition to for, uh, being for, like dating their friends but at some point it's not uh, an opposition I, I, I just don't i'm never tempted to do so right it but, makes perfect sense if it is something that strikes your fancy right that's what i'm trying to say is like even though that's not you know even though that's not her way it might, there, it might be someone else's so don't don't be afraid of being someone's friend if that and and you'll appreciate the friendship at least and appreciate and enjoy that friendship don't yeah. don't anticipate a relationship but enjoy that friendship and th- there's nothing that says that you guys can't be a relationship in the future if you guys really like each other anyway so there you go yeah um, but that's it thanks everyone for listening that's all for us here at the is this love podcast where we talk about and navigate the weird and wonderful world of love and relationships you guys have been great we really appreciate it enjoy your lives wait look out for my next podcast it's going to be one at some point i'm certain of it that i'll do uh so be on the lookout for that and maybe every once in a while (laughs) with sarah's permission i'll i'll post like not post but maybe at some point just be like yeah sarah's doing well she has a she has a boyfriend (laughs) who smothers her in references to the mighty boosh all the time or whatever oh my gosh just pure bliss all the hot dogs just all the. that's not from that show i know i'm joking (laughs) i know i'm just saying (laughs) oh no do yourself a hole bye everyone we'll talk next well we won't talk next time bye everyone we'll talk goodbye all right bye (laughs) no